Ha! Hey! It's Ivan, the Cycle Shack. I'm here to tell you there's a quick and easy way if you have never started or thought about starting your own podcast. Well, your search is over because it's quick and easy. It's actually the easiest way to start a podcast ever. You sign up now to anchor.fm. It's 100% free. I mean it. 100% free. Record or upload high-quality audio, host unlimited episodes, and distribute everywhere with just one click. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, there's never been a better way to podcast. So check it out. Again, it's the easiest way to podcast, anchor.fm. Or if you just want to get on and listen to a podcast, you can listen to it right off of there. So check it out. You can download the app from the iTunes Store or Apple Store, whatever they call it nowadays, or on your Android explosive device. You can download it on the Google Play Store, etc. Just kidding. Android phones don't explode. Only that one. You can't blame them. It doesn't make them a bad phone, right? <laughs> so check it out. Anchor.fm. Toga, 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 toga. Following broadcast is an Animal House Studios production. is music to my ears the sound of your own bike going down the road is the best what's up it's the cycle shack i'm ivan rodriguez it is monday night 9 41 p.m i should be upstairs what's today's date october 29th i should be upstairs in bed but instead i'm down here talking into a microphone I don't like this microphone. It's actually pissing me off. Time to get a new mic. For real. What am I doing here? Trying to get myself settled. Oh, what is that? I didn't want to hear that. All right. So it's October 29th, man, and it's it's just started raining out. Sucks. I went out to take the dog for a little walk before I went into the studio. Started drizzling on me, then it started raining. And uh yeah, it sucked. Not too chilly out. I'm getting a little scared because usually when it warms up a little bit, it's the threat of snow coming. And I saw it's gonna probably hit into the sixties this week. So I'm like, uh oh. What's going on? So what's up, motorheads? Is that cabin fever setting in yet? It has for me, that's for sure, man. I wish I wish I can get on my bike. I wish I could jump on later on this week. But got to work. Got to pay those bills. Got to do what I got to do. So a couple of things to talk about today. Why am I screaming? I don't know, man. This microphone is waving in my face, and I am not liking it. It's annoying the living daylights out of me. You hear that? What in the world? Oh, this is no good. No bueno. No bueno. Studio malfunctions already. I should put my old microphone back on. I took it off because in the wintertime I run the heat down in the studio and you can hear the, the, the furnace running. 
Although this studio tends to give me a this studio, <laughs> this microphone tends to give me a weird feedback, like a hissing. Whereas my other microphone was more of a studio quality mic, and it didn't give me that hissing sound. So, I don't know. I don't know. oh whoa wait a minute. I see a big difference now. Look at this. Well, so I learned something new. Check this out. I had phantom power. This mic doesn't need phantom power. Anyway, let me move on. Boring you guys with all this stuff I'm talking. Hey, check this out. So, first off, the Psycho Shack podcast is right here on anchor.fm. Contact the show, the Psycho Shack Podcast at gmail.com or look me up on Facebook at the Psycho Shack Podcast. Leave me pictures, questions, comments, anything you want. I don't care. I got thick skin. Try me. Anyway, I don't know about you guys. I'm a wrestling fan. Wrestling fan. That's right. Wrestling. I like watching Monday Night Raw, which I should be watching it right now in my bed. But I set the DVR, so I'm good. Or I'll read up on what's going on. But uh, I think it was last week, if you caught Raw, I just wanted to uh, talk about one of the wrestlers in general who made an announcement. God, I hate this thing. And uh, it was kind of shocking because this guy had the, uh, the wrestling world on his back, riding on his back. People loved to hate him. I know I did. He was uh, not a bad guy. He was a good guy. But he was a guy that WWE was kind of trying to shove in your face. And, uh, yeah, didn't quite think too much of him. He wasn't really a star. I mean, let's rephrase that. He was a star, but it was almost like he was forced to be one. But, anyway, what I'm getting at is, the guy made a crazy emotional, emotional, you hear me, emotional, emotional announcement live on Raw last Monday that kind of hit home with the fans, and everybody started just looking at him in a different light. So this guy, Joe Anoa'i, which is from a very famous wrestling family, while Samoans, Rikishi, uh, The Rock, all of them come from the same Samoan dynasty. Um, Roman Reigns, one of the top stars in the WWE. Again, I've never been a really big fan. I mean, I really kind of thought they would kind of shove him through our eyes. But the guy got into the ring after he won the title at a pay-per-view last Sunday. And he gets into the ring, which what you think is to cut a promo. And talk some yin-yang with the fans. But it was actually to announce that he was stepping down as champion and walking away. And he was walking away because he was announcing that at the age of 33, he had to relinquish his belt due to once again fighting his battle with leukemia. Yep. Apparently, when the guy was 22 years old, he was battling with leukemia and actually fought it, got it under control, and it went into remission. But, unfortunately, I guess after further tests, 
the leukemia has resurfaced in this man's body. So, again, hats off to him. Well, everybody knows wrestling's fake. I mean, okay, let's rephrase that. Everybody knows wrestling is rehearsed. The rivalries are not real, although the athleticism behind it is better said. And um, the crazy thing is, is that I, you know, I'm watching it, and I said, man, that that took some big uh, cojones, you know? It took some big gonads to get into the ring in front of people, and the guy held his composure pretty good, and he thanked the fans for supporting him. And uh, <clears throat> we... Uh, we love watching it, and he was a part of it, so everybody kind of related to him, and there was no booing. This guy always got boos when he came into the ring. Everybody was cheering him. So, you know, this is where real life sets in, reality sets in, and this guy just poured his heart out in that ring, and my hat was off to him, man. So Roman Reigns announced at the age of 33 be stepping away from wrestling due to his battle with leukemia and... Well, man, God bless. You can only hope the guy pulls through it again. Um, he's, I guess you could tell that this guy probably thought it was going to resurface again by the way he was talking, but um, he said he was battling it for 11 years. I don't think he had the leukemia for 11 years. I think that uh, he was battling the fact that once it was in remission, he always had it probably in the back of his head that it would it would come back, that it would resurface. And um, I don't know, man, to, to think you would go to a doctor and get checked out. And um, in an interview that I read, he said he thought he was being overworked. Uh, he was thinking it was just the stress from being on the road and, you know, getting fatigued. And sure enough, man, when he went back to the doctors, it came back, so... I mean, that, that, that must have been a battle in his mind for years, thinking this thing would, would come back. You're wondering, is it ever going to come out of remission? Um, <clears throat> well, so hats off to Roman Reigns, Joe and I, and his family. I know I, excuse me. Um, looks like WWE's behind him, and it's crazy. I just thought I'd share that. What does it have to do with motorcycles? Nothing, folks. Come on. This is the, uh, you know, motorcycles and more. This is the and more part. So, I mean, it got me to thinking. I, I never really, never really knew or researched Roman Reigns or who he was or what even is leukemia for that matter. So, basically, to give you a background on this dude, um, you know, I kind of shared this with my kids, or one of my kids. So if you go to Wikipedia, you could search this, but um, Roman Reigns, just who is this guy? Well, we all know right now that he's a professional wrestler with the WWE. My cell phone here is causing some interference. Let's get that out the way. And uh, always had a dream of being a wrestler. Always had the desire to be a wrestler. His cousins are uh, uh, Rakishi's sons. What do they call themselves? Uh, the Usos. The Usos are uh, his cousins. 
which they're actually Rikishi's sons. But uh, again, getting back to Roman Reigns, he was born 1985, May 25th, 1985, Joseph Anoa'i. American professional wrestler and former professional gridiron football player. He's a part of the Anoa'i family and is currently signed with the WWE, where he performs under the Raw brand and with the ring name Roman Reigns. He is currently on hiatus due to an ongoing battle with leukemia. Well, Wikipedia didn't waste any time updating that for sure. After playing collegiate football for Georgia Tech, Anoa'i started his professional career with a brief season stint with the Minnesota Vikings and the Jacksonville Jaguars in the National Football League in 2007. He played a full season for the Canadian Football League CFL in the Edmonton Eskimos and in 2008 had retired from football just before his release. Then he decided to pursue a career in professional wrestling. WWE took notice to him and he was signed in 2010. Reporting to their developmental territory in Florida, Florida Championship Wrestling, now known as, uh, uh, what's that called? NXT. Florida Championship Wrestling became NXT, which is like their uh, their camp, so to speak, for their wrestlers. <clears throat> so... Yeah, man, it was crazy to hear that and see that. You know, now, and when I read this, finding out about the guy, getting some background, it was kind of cool. You know, I look at him a different light. I used to see this guy come out once a week, and I used to go, oh, brother, here we go. Uh, you know, in all fairness, I don't mean to trash the guy, but, you know, the guy couldn't really sell his gimmick. I mean, his gimmick was okay, but he couldn't really sell the fact that he was, uh, I don't know, I, I just wasn't buying his wrestling gimmick. And he didn't really have a whole arsenal of moves. But, again, when it comes to reality setting in, setting in kind of makes you look at him in a different light. So not that I feel bad for the guy, but I should have maybe given him a chance, right? It goes on to say here that as Roman Reigns, he made his main roster debut. November 2012, alongside Dean Ambrose. And Seth Rollins as the Shield. The trio teamed together until June 2014, where Reigns entered into singles competition. Reigns is a four-time WWE champion, having held the World Heavyweight Championship title three times, the Universal Championship once. He is also a one-time United States champion and a one-time Intercontinental champion and a one-time WWE Tag Team Champion alongside Seth Rollins. He is the 2015 Royal Rumble winner and the 2014 Superstar of the Year. He tied the WWE record for the most eliminations in the Survivor Series elimination match with four in, in the 2013 event, then set the record for the most eliminations in a Royal Rumble match with 12 in the 2014 event. Upon winning the Intercontinental Championship, he became the 28th Triple Crown Champion and the 17th Grand Slam Champion. Since 2014, WWE has attempted to re-establish or establish Reigns as their next face of the company, which has met the with audience disapproval. The audience wasn't buying it, including myself. It's just what I was talking about. 
again, that company kind of made it, they tried to shove him in your face too much. They revolved the company around this guy. And it kind of made it an error because you had so many other superstars that deserved a chance. But for some reason, they kept pushing this dude. No, and they, they kind of threw all their eggs in one basket, so to speak. Um, Reigns has headlined numerous WWE pay-per-views, including the last four WrestleManias, 31, 32, 33, and 34. So there you have it. A little something about Roman Reigns. Uh, I could get further into it. There's a whole bio here. And uh, there's no need to get into it. So check it out. Wikipedia.com and type Roman Reigns. Or you'll get a whole bio and personal life, etc. Uh, it says here, uh, hmm, filmography. <laughs> he was in countless video games, that's for sure, for WWE, formerly WWF. Some of you guys used to know it as the World Wrestling Federation, now it's the World Wrestling Entertainment. So, moving forward, it just felt kind of sad to hear this news, regardless if the guy wasn't like the the you know, the fan favorite. Also, uh, just to kind of talk about leukemia in general, man, that, that's that got to be rough. That's going to be a tough battle for this guy to fight. Leukemia is not a hard, I hate to say it, it's, it's just, you know, the results are just crazy when people are battling leukemia. Um, let me see I uh, got a little snippet here of what exactly leukemia is so basically according to www.medicinenet.com what is leukemia a malignancy cancer of blood cells. In leukemia, abnormal blood cells are produced in the bone marrow. Usually, leukemia involves the production of abnormal white blood cells, the cells responsible for fighting infection. However, the abnormal cells in leukemia do not function the same way as normal white, ce- white blood cells. The leukemia cells consist- continue to grow, I'm sorry, and divide eventually crowding out the normal blood cells. The end result is that it becomes difficult for the body to fight infections, control bleeding, and transport oxygen. There are 62,000 new cases of leukemia each year in the U.S. and about 24,500 deaths due to leukemia. Leukemia makes up about 3.7% of all new cancer cases. Wow. Wow. This guy's got a battle ahead of him, man. And again, I'm reading all this. You're probably saying again, what the heck does this have to do with motorcycles, Ivan? It doesn't. It doesn't. You got to hit a little bit of reality sometimes on this show, you know? Speaking of which, moving forward. What's up with this pipe bomber dude, man? This guy's bananas. Apparently, you had a pipe bomber attacking, sending packages out. The different members of <laughs> U.S. government, he was kind of pissed off, huh? He was sending them to people who were uh, 
I guess, barking at Trump. <laughs> Anti-Trump folks. Oh, wow, it's crazy, though, man. Hey, you know what? I'm not swaying anyway. This ain't a political banter. I'm not into that. But I'm not into people causing violence either, man. It, it's <laughs> You got this guy delivering pipe bombs to members in government who disagree with his political views and insult who he voted for as president of the United States. That's the bottom line. Sick, sick individual. I'm glad this dude got caught. Hopefully he gets what he deserves. Nothing, nothing is resolved with violence, folks. Nothing. It is so stupid and senseless. Numerous pipe bombs sent to prominent critics of President Trump. Hmm. The discovery of five pipe bombs mailed to prominent Democrats, CNN, and a liberal billionaire put the country on edge Wednesday and sent law enforcement officials scrambling to prevent any more packages from reaching their targets. The hunt for a serial male bomber began last Tuesday night when Secret Service personnel conducted a standard mail screening found a pipe bomb inside a plain manila envelope with bubble wrap addressed to former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton. A similarly packaged bomb was found hours later in the mail addressed to former President Barack Obama. Neither bomb got close to its intended targets and neither contained a written message according to law enforcement officials, but the two twin discoveries led to another undetonated device being found elsewhere including the mailroom at cnn new york's headquarters wow this is crazy oh i know they caught the guy i know they did where is this I know they got this guy. Oh, come on. Come on. They showed pictures of this dude. You got to be kidding me. I thought I had more on this. Ah, here we go. I'm looking at the wrong article. I'm sorry. So, here he, here he is. He looks like uh, an old, tired Steven Seagal. Not to say Steven Seagal looks like a bomber. Let's retract that. <laughs> Arrested pipe bomber suspect named Caesar Sayak of Aventura, Florida. This guy looks like a... Uh, Normal dude. I mean, he almost looks Native American. Hair slicked back, ponytail. Big square jaw. Strong facial features. Go, oh, come on, where is it? Oh, man. Okay.
darn commercials. Darn commercials. That sucks. Anyway, we can wait. So, yeah, this guy, I mean, he got freaking busted. Uh, Craig, uh, our understanding is that a person by the name of Caesar Sayoc Jr., uh, C-E-S-A-R, last name is uh, spelled S-A-Y-O-C Jr., wow. uh, currently lives in Florida, originally from uh, the New York area, uh, previously known to uh, law enforcement. Uh, uh, he had some run-ins with law enforcement in the past, uh, has been arrested in connection uh, with this uh, bomb probe. Uh, he's believed to be 56 years old. We had mentioned that earlier. Uh, and so uh, that Reporting from my colleagues Pete William and Pete Williams and Jonathan Deanst. Again, repeating, uh, Caesar Sayoc Jr., uh, 56 years old, currently living in Florida, has been arrested in connection with the bombing probe and is the person that is expected to be charged uh, here this afternoon. We know that we're going to have a press conference at 2:30. Currently living in Florida, the freaking guy is from Florida, but. Originally from New York. So the guy's a native New Yorker. Unreal. Caesar Sayoc. 56 years old. The heck is this world coming to? I I couldn't believe this. You know what's crazy? That shortly after a couple of days, this guy was making headlines. For two days, he was every morning you woke up, you saw him everywhere. Then all of a sudden you have this synagogue shooter. This world's going to, you know what, fast. The evil that people do, man, in this world is ridiculous. So I'm glad they caught this guy. I mean, you know, I, I'm not a politics guy, and I, I don't I don't know much about politics. I don't care to look at statistics and who to vote for and why. That ain't me. I'm not an intelligent uh politics guy that's going to be talking about who's good for Congress, who's good for this, who's good for that, who's good to be the next president. I could care less. I could care less. I just look towards whoever is in office does the right thing, does the humane thing. And I know you're probably saying, well, then vote, dummy. I do. But it's hard. It's hard to trust politicians when they're all out, you know, for themselves pretty much. You know, it may not be true of all politicians, but there's always an agenda. Anyway, moving forward, no more political banter. I just thought this was crazy. I've been watching this all week. It was a crazy week. And to see all this in the news develop, man, I was like, I just couldn't believe it. I just couldn't believe it. It was tragedy after tragedy this week. And you know what? They 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 kind of... You know, when you look at these things and you look at, like, the pipe bomb and stuff, this dude knew what he was doing, okay? And the FBI, they showed that they took the uh, the bomb to the to a field in Quantico, and they detonated this thing. They let it go off in a field, in a controlled environment. This thing went off with a big boom. Had this thing caught, you know, if these bombs would have caught their intended targets, they would have been gone, literally this guy should be this guy should be probed like there's no tomorrow. This guy's background's got to be in military. Got to be. 
I'll guarantee you you'll never hear from this guy again. Straight up. He's as good as gone forever. So long, Caesar Sayoc. <laughs> Unbelievable. Anyway, moving forward. Again, you're probably saying, Fluffy, Ivan, what does this have to do with motorcycles? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. It makes for good story. Good radio. Another thing that drove me crazy this week was hearing about all these Mega Millions winners. I don't know if anybody played. I know I didn't. Mega Millions went up to $1.6 billion, And the winning ticket was sold in South Carolina. Mm. Imagine that. Imagine one single winner. The ticket matching all six numbers was sold in South Carolina, the lottery says. South Carolina is one of eight states where winners can remain anonymous. Other states that allow anonymous winners are Delaware, Georgia, Kansas, Maryland, North Dakota, Ohio, and Texas. So what does that mean? If I would have won, I couldn't stay anonymous? You out of your mind. I would have paid somebody else to say, I am the winner. Yeah, right. $1.6 billion jackpot is the world's largest lottery grand prize ever. If the winner steps forward and decides to take the lump sum, they will receive $913.7 million in cash. If there had been no winner, the jackpot would have climbed to $2 billion. Hey, hey, you would have been an instant billionaire. ABC News reports that not all states have reported the results yet. So another winning ticket may be possible. That must suck. Imagine that. You wait months and you think you're the winning ticket. You're like, yes, I'm going to take $913.7 million cash, baby, from $1.6 after they take taxes and take everything out. Yes, all of a sudden there's 913 winners. <laughs> That's a million dollars for everybody. <laughs> Man, that must suck. Another... uh Another lottery was the Powerball. The Powerball wasn't as high as the Mega, but it got up there. All right, it was a $687 million Powerball jackpot. And uh, two winners will split the $687 million. So that's not bad. Not bad at all. It says here, it's a split. Players in Iowa and New York. Whoa, what's going on here? Let's get rid of this. Advertisements. Players in Iowa and New York will share Sunday's massive Powerball jackpot. The two tickets matched all winning numbers on Saturday for the estimated $687.8 million jackpot or a one-time cash option of $396.2 million. Is the fourth largest in U.S. history. Each ticket is worth $343.9 million or $198.1 million cash. 
it is still unclear how many people won Powerball's top prize. Yeah, that's another one. So imagine you go claim your money or no one's claiming and you're about to speak out. $687.8 million and there's 687 winners. <laughs> oh, man. I got to spoil the fun, right? So check it out. Getting to the motorcycle part. This is the only motorcycle news I got for you here. And uh, that's okay. It's all good. So, apparently Harley Davidson has a recall. Another famous recall. This was not a biggie, but I don't know, man. It, it's it's going to put a dent in Harley's financials for 2018 into 2019. That's for sure. Harley Davidson here. This is from bikerspost.com. Check out bikerspost.com. Harley Davidson recalling 238,380 bikes for clutch for clutch problems. I couldn't say that word right. Clutch problems. Clutch problems. Man, Ivan. Harley Davidson Inc. said it's recalling approximately 238,300 motorcycles worldwide for a clutch problem. The fourth recall for a clutch issue in five years. Youch. The voluntary safety recalls recall includes all model year 2017 and 2018 touring trike and CVO touring models, as well as some 2017 soft tails. So that means if you have any 28, 2017 year models and 2018 Oh, I'm sorry, year model 2017, 2018 touring. So all touring models for 2017 and 2018 could be affected. Harley says the recall will cost about $35 million in the current fiscal quarter. Ooh, wow. That's a big whammo. We, along with our dealers, are committed to addressing the issue uh, sa- safety of our riders is our highest priority. Chief Financial Officer John Olin said during a conference with analysts Tuesday. In 2016, Harley recalled more than 27,000 bikes on approximately 14 models for a problem with a clutch master cylinder. A year earlier, the company recalled 46,000 of certain 2014 and 2015 Electric Glide, Street Glide, Ultra Limited, Road Glide, and Road King bikes. There were 27 crashes from four minor injuries with a clutch problem, according to the news then. In 2013, Harley recalled approximately 25,000 motorcycles for a clutch-related problem. So they've had a lot of clutch problems. Go figure. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. So I'm going to have to contact my buddy John. He's got a 2017, uh, he's got a 28, uh, 2017, uh, what do you call that, uh, Was it 2017 he has or 2018? I think it's the 2017 uh, anniversary. 2018 anniversary model. The one with the, the, the blue one. 
denim blue. The big eagle in the front. It's the limited limited uh, anniversary edition. So, I mean, I don't know, man. This is going to dump Harley down in the dumps financially. That's horrible. What are you going to do? Yep. 2017, 2018 touring. Trike and CVO. I don't know, man. You That would piss me off. You pay uh, for a 2018 CVO. The amount of money that you pay for these things to then find out there's a recall, safety recall that could affect or compromise your safety. Wow. Not a lot, not much going on anymore with the bike scene. It's done. This past Wednesday, last week, was the last bike night that I know of. And that was at uh, Hudson Valley Harley Davidson. Uh, I think it was a nice night, but it was a very brisk night. One of those nights where I think it went into 60 degrees during the day and at night it was maybe dropped down to like 40-something. When On a motorcycle, 40-something is actually like 20-something with the wind chill. That's what it's like, folks, with no sun riding at night. This thing was from 6 to 9. So picture staying there until the event finished. Because you want to hang out and enjoy the last bike night. And uh, 9 o'clock at night, you jump on the expressway, like me. I live about uh, oh, about a half hour from there. About a little bit more. 35 minutes or so. I would have had to jump on the uh, Palisades. Very brisk. And then come down the mountain on Route 6. That would have sucked. And I was planning to go, but I didn't go. Because that wind was just too much. Yeah, I know. You're probably saying, come on, Ivan, you pansy. Nah, no bueno. It was too chilly. And I wasn't ready. It was a rough day at work to then jump on the motorcycle and deal with that. No way. No way. You know, a lot of people try to play tough guy and weather out the cold, jump on the motorcycles. And, you know, you got some guys that do it and love it. I'm not knocking it. But um, it's not fun, man. It, It really isn't. There's nothing fun about it. And even those guys that will dare do it just to ride a bike, they'll tell you, if they were to man up and be real and tell you, they can't say, oh, we love it. No, you don't love it. You don't love it because you're, 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 you're bundled up to the T. You may not mind it. You try to grit it out. You try to be the tough guy. But in all actuality, it is no fun at all. When it's 40 degrees out and it's a little windy, that wind chill, it feels like actually 20-something degrees. And it's not fun, man. It's not fun riding a bicycle in 20-something degrees, let alone riding down a highway at 50, 60 miles an hour where your hands are frozen. Your legs are frozen. You only get a little bit of warmth when you stop at a light and you feel the heat from the motorcycle engine coming up your legs and warming you up and then all of a sudden you hit the throttle and that goes away instant cold it ain't fun man when that thing penetrates through your gloves and through your neck you get that deep chill oh it feels like you have an instant cold you get off that bike you're shivering you want to hug you want to hug heat (laughs) as quick as you can man it is no bueno not fun man not fun at all 
I am suffering from cabin fever, though. I want to get on that bike so bad, but the weather sucks. It's probably going to be nice later this week. Like I said, it's probably going to rise up into the 60s, but that only means I can you can probably get out there for an hour or two and grit it. But then once it hits 3 o'clock, the temperature starts going down. That 60 quickly becomes 55, 50. 50 with a nice wind chill feels like 30. Knock down 20 degrees easily. So, thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate it. The Cycle Shack Podcast at gmail.com. Share with me anything you want. Send me pictures of your motorcycles. Or if you got anything you want to talk about and you want me to flap my gums. Or if you even want to talk, call in. Be a guest on the show. Be my guest. Email me at thecycleshackpodcast at gmail.com or send me a message on Facebook at the Cycle Shack Podcast. At the Cycle Shack Podcast on Facebook, you can hit the link and get on my blog page, which I will be more active on the blog now that the winter's set in. I find more time to write. And um, yeah, that's when the blog will be more active. Usually in the summertime, it won't be because I'll be riding. Then I'll be jumping on here, flapping my gums, talking about it. Again, thanks for listening. I'm Ivan Rodriguez for the Psycho Shack Podcast. Talk to you soon. See you next week. We're out of here.